friends and foes, welcome back to another episode of the Brushwork Podcast. My name is Stephanie Scott, and today we're going to talk about why consistency is more important than inspiration. Let's get into it. Sometimes when I'm talking to younger artists or people who do art as a hobby, or if anyone comes up to me and they're asking me, how do I stay motivated? How do I keep my inspiration going? I feel confused at first because I very rarely feel without inspiration. I very rarely feel like I don't have any motivation to work. And when I do feel like I don't have motivation, it's usually one of two things. Either something drastic is happening in my life um, with my family or my emotions or just some sort of outside force that is distracting me from the art. Or I... I'm feeling probably a little lazy (laughs) and I haven't stuck to my routine. And we're going to talk about what that means today to have routine and to have consistency. I believe wholeheartedly that in order to stay motivated and to keep your inspiration, you have to be consistent in your artwork and your art practice. Inspiration comes after the artwork has started. So when I was younger, I was an athlete. I was an equestrian and I showed horses. And one thing I learned about showing and being an athlete is that the practice, what you do outside of the show ring matters more than what happens inside of the show ring. That the amount of work you put into preparing and studying and practicing shows up tenfold in the show ring and what you don't do, what you don't practice, what you aren't consistent with also shows up in, (laughs) in front of a judge, in front of a show. And I think that's really carried over to my own artistic practice. And I wanted to talk about consistency today because I think it's the key to having a successful art career or as a way to have the kind of artwork that you want to be making in today's episode. I want to talk about four really big topics when it comes to consistency and how they will help you stay inspired. But before that, I want to talk about my opinions on inspiration. I don't wait for inspiration to come before I start making artwork. And I think that has made me a better artist. When you wait for inspiration, you don't make art. You're waiting. And I think that is detrimental to a beginner artist, but also to anyone in their creative practice. When you wait for inspiration, when you only create when inspiration hits, more often than not, you feel like you don't have the tools to execute what you've been inspired with. And then that makes you feel less powerful in order to, you know, less capable, I mean, to make the artwork that you've set out to make. And then you feel discouraged and then you lose your inspiration and then the cycle begins anew. It's, it's tough. So in order to defeat the blockage of inspiration, in order to kind of trick ourselves into always having inspiration, this is what I do. First of all, we have to talk about studio spaces. And I'm going to have another episode where I go over my own studio and I show you around if you're watching the video form of this episode and describe 
what I do specifically to keep my artistic practice going and keep it really simple and concise. But if you want to stay motivated and you want to keep your inspiration up, you need to be consistent about how you're treating your studio space. A note on studio spaces. When I say a studio space, I don't mean a fancy studio that's, you know, separated from your home and it's got beautiful light and, you know, is no one's bothering you. Maybe it's on the beach and it's got great windows and like, it's just absolutely perfect. When I say studio space, I mean, literally wherever it is that you're creating, it could be a desk. It could be a corner of a desk. It could be part of your bedroom. It could be a closet space. It could be a studio that your school is renting out to you. It could be a place that you're renting out that's that's meant for artists. It could be a garage. And by the way, all these places I've just listed are studios I've had in the past. (laughs) So a studio space is a dedicated place where you create. Now, how you keep your studio space is really important to keeping motivated. I have a routine that I do before and after I make every day. That's an art making day for me. Before I start painting, I get to my teapot and I make a pot of tea, sometimes two pots of tea. (laughs) And then I go to my studio and I tidy up. I throw away any rags that are soiled. I make sure my brushes are like, I have all the brushes I want for that session. I make sure that my palette isn't dusty. I look, make sure the lights are correct. Taking a few minutes to make sure everything is right before you start painting will get you into the mode of painting. Just touching your tools, there's some magic in that. Touching your palette knives, touching your paint, getting everything sorted so you have a successful art practice is stacking the deck in your favor, which is just brilliant. It's what you want to do. And then, of course, you have your painting time. I usually paint for about two to three hours at a time, but whatever length works for you is what works for you. But afterwards... Even if I only spend a few minutes doing this, I make sure I clean up and set my studio up so it is welcoming and inviting for the next time I want to go into my studio. I'm setting it up for future me. So that means washing my brushes. It means making sure I don't have any dried, like little bits of paint on my palette that will dry overnight and become a headache the next day. It's making sure my lights are turned off and that I've swept the floors things like that. If you have a little routine with your studio practice where you're you're tidying up and you're cleaning and keeping organized before and after your practice, you're going to be encouraged to go back into your studio the next day. And that's a good way to keep your motivation up. And that's a good way to stay inspired and when you are inspired to be equipped to make the work right away. So the next thing is time. When you're consistent with your time, and dedicated to the time that you've set aside, you will never be without inspiration. What I mean is this. I paint four to five days each week. And each time I paint, it's about two to three hours. Sometimes a little bit more if I have a deadline coming up. Some of you may be thinking that's a small amount of time. You know, you might be painting six hours a day. Some of you might be thinking, I only have 15 minutes to paint. Regardless, I want you to block out your time that you have to paint, like put it in your calendar and then you need to be consistent about doing it 
and like going into your studio at that time, every single time you put it in your calendar. More importantly, don't be planning other things during your art making time. When you have consistency in your studio practice, by going into your studio at the same time every week, you're going to be more inspired to paint. You're going to be more inspired to make if you're not a painter. I keep forgetting that, you know, maybe not just painters are listening to Brushwork Podcast. (laughs) When you ensure that you're not planning doctor's appointments during your art making time, when you're not doing favors for your family during art making time, when you have a sign on your door that says, don't open unless someone is dying, (laughs) and you have that, like, sort of urgency and, like, protection on your art making time, you're going to want to make more. The act of going into your studio and making at the same time every day or every week is sacred and you should treat it as such because your artwork is important. Do you know that your artwork is important? Because you should treat it like it is because it is important. You have to make it. It's our, it's our calling as artists, right? <laughs> when you protect your time and you protect your space for making, making artwork is a lot easier. It's so much easier. It's, it becomes inviting and addictive even. <laughs> it's, it's perfection. Okay, so now let's say you've carved out time for artwork. You've carved out a space for artwork. You have your studio space set up and it looks exactly as you want it to. It's clean, it's ready to go, and you still don't feel motivated. You still are lacking inspiration. My third tip is to have things to work on always. Now, I don't mean grand pictures that you've been wanting to paint. I don't mean, you know, the last painting you were working on, but you don't feel like painting on that day. I mean, like a list of concrete exercises that you could be doing in order to improve your artistic practice. There's nothing that kills your motivation faster than feeling like what you're doing accounts to nothing. So whenever I am feeling like I don't really want to work on that painting I've been that's on my easel right now, or I don't have any ideas of what to do next, I pull out a list of ideas of things I need to work on in order to improve my technique, to improve my knowledge, and to improve my speed or effectiveness for when I paint. I'm going to read out a couple examples of exercises I have on my list that I think is great for painters. Example one, make a color wheel. Maybe that's a standard rainbow-esque color wheel. Maybe it's an earth tone color wheel. Maybe it's um, very tonal. That's that's the first one. Um, number two would be practice making a 10-step tonal chart in the same sort of feeling as a color wheel. It gets you mixing paint and picking up a paintbrush, which is the number one most important thing of all these exercises. Number three is practice pattern making. Can you make a pattern that's consistent There she is again, my favorite word, consistency, and just really repetitive and perfect. That's a great exercise. Number four, can you make a freehand circle? Can you make a freehand square, a diamond? Can you match the shapes you just made exactly five times in a row? Great exercise. Number five, I think, six. (laughs) I'm already losing count. Can you make lightning sketches of trees, of portraits, landscapes, whatever, basically drawings in under 15 seconds. And drawings can be done with paint, by the way. Don't be afraid of that. Um, Can you make a transcription of a master painting? 
If you don't know what a transcription is, I'm going to go over it in another episode in the future. There's, there's literally no end of the things you could be practicing to make your art better. And write, I would highly encourage you to write down a list of them and like tape it to a wall or something. That way, if you're ever like, I don't know what to do, you can pick one of them, you can get your tools out, and you can start making. And I, I promise, I promise that when you start mixing the color... When you pick up the paintbrush, when you apply it to a piece of paper or extra canvas that you have, you're going to get an idea. You're going to do the thing. You're going to do the practice. And it's going to put you into the motion of creating. And you in your studio, in the time you've allotted, are going to make something that's interesting to you. Or you're going to have an idea for next time. Or <laughs> you're going to just um, improve your, your training, Right. There's, there's no downside to doing this. And I do this often. Maybe once every couple of months, I'll be like, oh, I'm in t- such a dead zone because, you know, I have to go pay taxes or something. <laughs> and I don't really want to do anything, but I know I have to. So I'm going to procrastinate by making a 10-step color chart from green to orange. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> Another good key, and we've talked about time already, but I want to expand on that further, is having a weekly practice. When you have your schedule out, I would I would really encourage you to block out time every day, every three days, every other day, whatever it is. For me, it's four days a week. Block it out. Block out some time just for painting, just for your creative work, and really put it on your schedule. Put it on your calendar. Make it make it more important than you've been making it in the past. And by having a set of time every day or every other day, that consistency where you're like, I'm getting into the studio this many times a week, that's going to feel good. Maybe getting in the studio is you going to your studio and opening an art book. Maybe you going to the studio is um, you doing some sketches in your sketchbook. Maybe going to the studio means going out into the field and painting plein air, whatever whatever it is. If you have many times a week in which you're making art, you're never going to be out of motivation and you'll never be uninspired. I had a painting teacher once and he told me this when I asked him what, I asked him, what was your best tips for cleaning brushes? Because I, I told him I didn't like I didn't like it when they dried out between sessions and I was often lazy with cleaning them. <laughs> I should say inconsistent, not lazy. I was inconsistent in cleaning them. And he says to me, he looks at me and he's like, Stephanie, if you paint every day, you don't have to clean your brushes because they'll never dry out. And I'm like, oh, disowned. <laughs> I just got told. I just got taught. And it was a good one. Be consistent with how many days a week you're in your studio. And if you can make it the same time, on the same days each week, like that's even better because then you don't have to think about it so hard. In a future episode, I'm going to talk about what my normal days look like as an artist. But briefly, for myself, I paint in my studio four days a week and I stream each of those days on Twitch, which is very fun. That's another level of accountability, which I cannot recommend enough. If you've been thinking about live streaming, you should do it. It's great. Anyways, and then those same four days, I do admin work in the mornings. So I, I do my emails, I do talking to future shows, to clients, I update my website, I edit podcast episodes, I write blog posts, etc. Um, and then a fifth day, 
I spent a whole day for content creation and taking photos of things, making videos, etc. In the afternoons of those days, I am painting. And I always have my painting mode in the afternoon because for me, I can't think about painting until my responsibilities with my admin work are done with. <laughs> and I've checked them off the list. So find a system that works for you. Like when you're painting and you're thinking about uh, lunch or, you know, laundry or picking your kids up from school or whatever it is, <laughs> if you can get those things done or handled and, or, and like automated before you go into the studio, that's going to be a really good time. Um, another good thing for artists to be consistent about is social media. Now, I'm not a social media podcast, but I do believe that artists have to be on social media. You need a social media presence, and that includes your website. If you are posting consistently, you're going to have better engagement on your social media, which means more people looking at your artwork, potentially means more buyers looking at your artwork and then giving you money, which is just a win-win. So consistency in social media is much, much needed. Be consistent. Post every day. Post every other day. And I don't really care what you do, but be consistent about it. The most important thing in order to be consistent is to really love your practice. When you are an artist, a maker, if you come to your studio and you're dreading your work, that's a big killer of inspiration. If you don't, if you don't like what you're making or you're getting frustrated with yourself with what you're making, it's probably not a lack of inspiration that's frustrating you. It's probably something else. So, you know, talk to yourself about it. What's, what's starting that? What's preventing you from loving your work, loving your artwork, right? <laughs> Lastly, I really want to emphasize that if you're uninspired, please, please don't wait for inspiration to hit before you start your artwork. Do artwork when you're bored. Do artwork when you're restless. Do artwork when you're upset. Do it when you don't want to. When you persevere and you make your paintings, your drawings, whatever it is you create, when you're not in the optimal mood to paint, you are training your brain that... And, and really emphasizing in your mind what it is to make despite all of that. And usually after you started making, you start to feel better about whatever it is is going on in your world. Make art when you don't want to. Don't wait for inspiration. Be consistent. The results are going to, you're just going to bloom with results. <laughs> your work is going to get better. When you start adding in more days of artwork, it's going to get better when you start posting more consistently to social media, it's going to get better. When you start telling your family, no, you can't call me at this time because I'm doing my artwork, they're going to respect you more. It's just, it's top tier. So I hope you have found this episode inspiring. <laughs> I hope that you find this episode helpful and you got some tips that work for you. And if you have, I would love to hear about it. Will you send me a DM on Instagram? My handle there is stephaniescott.art, which is also my website. I really appreciate you listening, and I hope you have a great day. Make the choices. Bye now.